The protest at Parliament faces a challenge today as fed-up locals, university students, retailers and parliamentary staff have demanded that their right to freedom of movement, their right to attend lectures, their right to trade actually trumps that of a group of people with various grievances who have been camped outside Parliament for the last week. Yes, they have a right to protest. They do not have a right to impede the rights of others. Police have been taking a measured response towards the crowd on the lawn. Certainly a far more measured response than that from Trevor Mallard, Speaker of the House. And as Police Commissioner Andrew Costa told Mike Hoskins this morning, that's because ramping up hostilities against anti-vax and anti-mandate protest groups hasn't worked anywhere around the world. I don't think we're quite at the stage where it's state of emergency. Um, one of the things we have to be careful about is uh, how we escalate this situation. What we've seen overseas is that escalation adds to anger and resentment but doesn't necessarily close out the, the underlying problems. Um, and so we need to take a, a measured approach. I'm very clearly of the view that if we had ridden in there early on, guns blazing, that we would have a much messier and more problematic situation on our hands. What we need here is a resolution that means normal people can go about their lives safely and um, that calls for a measured approach on the part of police. He has been very reasonable, as you'd expect, but he has also warned that the protesters' time is running out. Tow trucks will begin removing vehicles illegally parked and blocking roads around Parliament. And while they have only had a few tow truck companies willing to help out, some say that they are supportive of the protesters, some of the owners of the tow truck companies, say, no, we're not going to tow the trucks away because we actually think good on them. Others have said, oh, you know, we're a bit busy because they're scared of getting embroiled in the protests and subject of threatening phone calls. Um, and so the police have said, right, oh, well, we'll call on the defence to help out. To be fair, their cavalry hasn't come charging. Um, Andrew Costa said they'd made a request a few days ago and got a response, and they're going to make another one. Uh, and when it comes to the defence, their options are limited in terms of being able to actually tow vehicles. Presumably, if you wanted a few tanks to blow them up, they could do that. But actually, towing them safely and carefully so that they can still be used again might be a bit beyond their remit. Costa has reiterated to people that they are not a threat to lawful protest. Police are there to assist if you are legally protesting. It's just those who've blocked roads and erected illegal structures that they'll come into combat with. As for the protesters demanding they will not leave until they've had contact with the Prime Minister or a member of the Cabinet, according to the New Zealand Herald's political reporter Thomas Coughlin, Prime Ministers don't usually come out to respond to protests, even when it's something they agree with. He points out Jacinda Ardern didn't visit the climate strike protest, despite climate change action being something she strongly supports. And he also points out there's the issue of the threats being made by some people, by the more ugly element, who do not rep represent all of the protesters, um, but the threats to hang her from her heels and you know the usual nonsense um, gives her a very good reason for staying away. If you wanted an excuse, there's one. Your dodgy mate third from the left with the placard is going to hang me from my heels on the balcony. No thanks. Forgive me if I don't wish to parlay with him. Nobody wants to see violence. 
And interesting enough, it's just mainly the two groups facing each other on either side of the fences. They are both the groups who least want to see violence, the protesters and the police. I think it's fair to say the protesters have made their point that mandates are harming people, that mandates must have an end point as Omicron makes its way through the community, vaccinated and unvaccinated. So a week on, point made, isn't it time you packed up your tent and went home before everything turns nasty?